1: 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hello, and welcome into another podcast exclusive of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Chad Ellis and my partner, Bo Matthews. Fellas, how's it going?
0: Exhausted. How about you, Tony?
1: (laughs) It's going well. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's just a crazy year that never stops, and we always have more to talk about than we have time for. And uh, that's one of the great things about this podcast exclusive is it, it gives us a little bit of extra time every week. If you missed the show this week, it was a very good one. We, of course, talked to Aaron Tarlow from Southern Armory. We also talked to Mark McMurray from Bluff City Outdoors. Uh, Always great to talk about fishing, which we got a chance to do that with Mark, and then we also had TJ Kurgan on. And since this is the podcast exclusive, I can say the name of his store from Tactical Shit out there in Saint Peters. Um, And uh, on the air, we have to say Tactical S, but uh, the name of the store is Tactical Shit, and it's out there in Saint Peters. TJ was on, got a chance to talk to him about the feral hog situation um, in Missouri and some of the cool things, the infrared and night vision and heat-seeking technology that they have out there at uh, Tactical Shit that you can go. uh, If you're going to go on any of these feral hog hunts, you can uh, use that. they got some cool stuff out there. Uh, We also talked a little bit about uh, his—we got a little uh, political with TJ and talked about um, what he's going through on social media, getting um, his accounts banned on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube um, and uh, how they seem to be targeting uh, him, no pun intended there. Uh, so we're gonna have TJ. Oh, back intend on. that. That's fine. I love intended puns because yeah, that's really what you meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, uh, go ahead, Bo.
0: Every time no, I just want to say every time I get a chance on the air, I'm I'm now promoting people to watch the social dilemma. Um, did you see it or did you just see the trailer of uh this Netflix document docudrama they call yeah,
1: it? Yeah, so I haven't seen I have not seen that that docudrama, but I have done a lot of I've I've Watched a lot of different documentaries and uh, different uh, videos, different research presentations about the social media, the various various social media channels and their algorithms and how they're set up to promote one message and try to silence uh, other messages. And
0: and that's what TJ's dealing with, yeah.
1: Keywords and selling your stuff, selling your information. So I haven't seen that exact uh, uh, show, but I am very familiar with uh, extremely familiar with all of that and how it works and how incredibly shady the whole thing is.
0: Well, you know, and it all started out as, you know, the internet was a wonderful place for creative people to go to. And they mentioned this in the in the uh, docudrama, and I call it that because they they say it's a hybrid because there is a little bit of acting in there. But the people that they talk to are experts in that industry that were, you know, the guy that invented the like button, uh, the guy who uh, is the grandfather or the godfather of virtual reality. He's on there. And all these people have removed themselves, I think, from that industry to talk about this industry and, and to show – Uh, you know, they made a comment, Tony, that just freaked me out. They said every stroke of a key on a, on a computer that you've done hooked to the internet is saved somewhere. Mm. Every, every space bar, every, you know, you know, letter you've typed. And it's amazing because it's so much more than just saying algorithms because algorithms are more like a sledgehammer and these are more surgical, uh, uh, Placements, and so that's what tj was dealing with uh for well for whatever reason we don't even know why he was pulled off of uh, social media but uh, i would r- highly recommend it and i would say that your jaw will hit the floor and i will buy you lunch if it doesn't because we do think we know you know what we talk about when we're saying oh the algorithms caught you or whatever uh i'll buy you lunch if, if it doesn't shock you or if it does shock you
1: yeah no which uh, i think it will yeah absolutely it, it it's something that um it's something that everybody should be aware of. That you you need to have your eyes open when you're using these different services and downloading apps and things like that. Um, you know. Oh, the you, best you're part. The best away, part. You're you're giving away a big piece of your uh, of your personal information every time we use these things. Oh
0: yeah, I mean they said trees and whales and uh, and social media action is a commodity. And yeah. we're more valuable dead than alive. Um, but the one takeaway that I will tell you that most of these people are off the of social medias. But uh, here's the thing. I watched it in three chunks. First 30 minutes, second 30 minutes, third 30 minutes. On my phone, I'm watching it. And as I'm watching it, my screen time average alert for the week comes up. And I'm already freaked out of what I'm watching. It was seven and a half hours a day I'm on my phone.
1: hmm that's, that's crazy. a full
0: time job. Yeah,
1: no kidding, no kidding. And you know what, Bo? So, um, uh, for people like me and you, are a little bit older. Um, little, bit. <laughs> speak for yourself. And, uh, Let's you, get Chad in here. That's exactly. Well, that, that's <laughs> what I'm about to do. That is that's scary to us. I I don't want people to have my personal information, my data, any of that stuff. Um, but i have heard my 17-year-old daughter say i don't care <laughs> like i you know we'll talk about tiktok or whatever and how they you know you know i'll say you know they're they're able to keep all your information they know your email address they know what you're searching they know what you you know they know your google searches they know uh what you're buying off the internet and sure. and she's she says i don't care what I don't care. That's fine. If they want <laughs> well, to, they want target advertising at me, I don't. I don't care. If they want to, they know my email address. I don't care. Like
0: they, they have desensitized us exactly. And, and, and so that's why it's just part of our life.
1: So to us, us old guys, it's scary. But I, the, with the younger generation, they just accept it. I think. Yeah, it is what it is. And I, maybe either, either we are overblowing how danger it is for all these corporations and all these people to have our information or they don't understand how much they're giving up um by not caring one of us you know, is the, one of us is over <laughs> one of us is 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 overreacting or so, under or underreacting so I'll I guess. Give my
2: input on that yeah that's um, what it, being, be, being being a the younger pers- guy yeah <laughs> being the person that kind of was was here when you know like born when creek the creation of social media first started right. and not, like, born into it or mm-hmm. or um, it's just like, oh, yeah. it just popped up for me. Um, honestly, some of it, it feels like I wish I had some privacy. And then on the other hand, it's like, all right, cool. I didn't have to go digging and searching for something that I, that I talked about that I wanted. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean that sometimes that's a little scary. You know, you have a conversation with somebody, your phone's always listening and then you get on Facebook or you get on Google and you see exactly what you were just talking about. So, I mean, we're in the matrix. Yeah, like I've seen <laughs> studies. It, it, you're right. You're right.
1: I've seen I've seen polls, studies of people that are that were uh, asked questions like, would you allow a microchip to be it surgically implanted in your hand if that could become your house key your door your car key um your phone you could do all of these you could have all your of wallet. these yeah you could have all of these conveniences um if, if by putting this microchip if, if if surgically implanted in your hand or or something would you be would you do it and The the percentage of millennials that are okay, or 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 even desiring something like that, is shocking to me. Like you're not, you're not chipping me, (laughs) ever. Okay,
0: so but so the younger generation
1: is like, you know, it's fine. I don't care.
0: You know, here's the thing: when you have a phone, uh, a, a smartphone, you are down one hand. You only have one hand to work with, right? Mm-hmm. That's why the the Apple Watch was so popular. And I I, I haven't never gotten one. I want one. Uh, I I think I want one. Uh, the algorithms are telling me I want one. Um, but you, <laughs> I, do love you my, half, I do
1: love my Samsung my my Galaxy Watch. I do. Uh, it's you, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, you you get a hand back. So now you're back to two hands. Now, let me say this, uh, that the scary part is not that your information, your passwords, your banking information, that's not even the valuable part. Just your actions on social media is what I took away from it, is the value. You are a commodity that they can say, they can promise a, an advertiser, hey, th- we know that they're going to do this, this, and this, and so that's why we're going to sell you on this. And that's, you know, that's I mean, they're selling a, a keystroke or a website hit. Or, you know, nano cents, you know, I mean, like three quarters of a penny or whatever per clay. It's just amazing. So again, I'd recommend, I mean, this is a, this is an outdoor show, but we're talking,
2: <laughs> I, I
1: would podcast. recommend that. This is the podcast I, I, exclusive. We talking about anything we want. <laughs> well, we're doing that, uh, but I would highly
0: recommend anybody watch that documentary, even just watch the trailer.
1: Yeah. Well, to tie it oh, into the oh, outdoors, gosh. to tie it into the outdoors, Okay, good at luck. Least, I want to see this. At least with <laughs> my phone, you know, people will say you're basically already chipped. You're basically already doing that because you have your phone. Absolutely. And you take your phone everywhere you go. Well, at least yep. with my phone, I if I I can go I can leave my phone in my truck or I can leave my phone at home and I can spend a day out in the woods or out in the water and be truly disconnected and away from everything. You can, but have you but actually do you? done that?
2: Yeah, I absolutely you?
1: I have. Cause Bo's saying oh. he got
2: tw- seven hours of screen time. Like, yeah. where do you find the time to have seven hours of screen time? <laughs> I average <laughs> it's about <collected>. four. <laughs> Seven
1: well, hours a know. day?
2: Seven and a half hours a day was my wow. average. Dang, bro. Mine's four. I, I, is it really? Did you just
1: check? Yeah, I just checked. I have it actually. I mean, I guess I don't
0: see. I don't know what they're counting though, Chad, because it could be you know like Bo's, when I'm listening hey, to music. Chad
1: Pose one of these guys that quote unquote works from home. So <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean. He's got a little more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got a lot more. No, but I don't God. know if it
0: <laughs> does it calculate the music I'm listening to or the podcast I'm listening yeah, to. Uh, of maybe course. it calculates yeah, yeah, everything. Of course,
1: it does. yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, well, for sure, then
0: I don't feel so bad. But yeah. anyway, it's a full time job.
1: No doubt about it. So we we teased on we teased on the show a little bit. We started to get into the presidential debate. We talked about how they didn't touch on the Second Amendment at all, which was uh, a little disappointing to me. I wanted to hear particularly what Joe Biden would uh, say about um, how he would uh, move on or or not move on Second Amendment rights and red flag laws and you know all of these different things but wasn't talked about at all but we did start to kind of go down the rabbit hole and again that's what the uh, podcast exclusive is for it gives us a chance to (laughs) broaden broaden the discussion (laughs) a little bit and and uh, talk uh, uh, off the beaten path a little more uh, than we can do on the air Um, you were about to make a point Bo on on the show this week about Forget about the topics that were hit on, just the the format of the debate, the style that it was and how it almost lent itself to the chaos that ensued. Uh, did you want to finish making that point?
0: I, You know, I, I guess the takeaway that I had was that Chris Wallace's salary was just a waste of money. He had no control. I had a conversation with somebody that I respect and they said, you know, there can only be one alpha in a room. And, you know, when you're in the Glover Show, you uh, you are not the alpha. Dave Glover's the alpha, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, it's the so Dave Glover it,
0: Show. The, right. And in that dynamic of three, Chris Wallace thought he was going to be the big boy and he was going to be the alpha in the room. And then you walk in President Trump. And I can't, I'll i tell you what, as many times as he was hitting Joe Biden with stuff and interrupting him and stuff, uh, he reminded me. of. I kept thinking of Mike Tyson, just relentless, would not you know let up, would not let up. And that's because he's trying to defend himself because I truly believe that he loves this country. I don't think it's about just him. I think, you know, he's got enough money. His family's got enough money. Um, I it's, it's, it's about him loving this country in my opinion, but I open, you know what? I actually heard you talking to your libertarian candidate last weekend Mm -hmm. and I I was impressed because, uh, you are, you are very open about being the libertarian, uh, a libertarian party member. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm open to ideas. The first time you and I had a guest on here that was from the Libertarian Party, I was like, wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So if if Joe Biden would have gotten on that stage and made good points and told me about, you know, getting done with, you know, finishing up COVID-19 and showing me the, you know what? I might have voted for him, yeah. but I didn't see what, what I didn't, need. Joe I didn't Biden didn't
1: answer a single question. And, and he literally said it. he wasn't going to answer it. Yeah, any and, questions. And, <laughs> yeah, he even said at times. I'm not going to answer that question. So wow. you had Joe Biden not answering anything and you had Donald Trump um bulldozing continuing to interrupt uh everything and even even when Joe Biden would start to give a bad answer the president couldn't help himself and jumped in I, I specifically on um, the environment on 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 things like uh regulating uh various industries, the the deregulations that Trump has done, and the reinstallment of those regulations that Biden would do., um, that issue, the Hunter Biden issue,, uh, both of those come to mind immediately that Joe Biden started, to have to answer for that and we've never heard i've never heard joe biden really give an answer to the hunter biden situation right and he starts to give an answer and it's going to be a bad answer and i'm staring at the television saying i can't wait to hear this here we go right and the president doesn't let him talk the president doesn't he just keeps cutting him off cutting him off and I'm and I'm screaming at the president. Let him give a bad answer. Let him.
0: But when but but let, when Biden let, wasn't, I'm 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 running Trump here now on you. I'm interrupting. Um, so, no, when, okay. But when but but when Trump said, what about the three and a half million dollars from uh, the bride, the wife of so and so, he he said, Joe Biden said, it's not true. It's not true. But it is true. Yeah. There is a document that says three and a half million dollars in one day was moved over from this person absolutely. to Hunter Biden. There's absolutely. proof.
1: I, absolutely. There was no
0: Russian collusion crap. Oh my I,
1: I totally agree. I totally agree. Just but I would have liked to hear Biden try to walk himself out of it but the Absolutely. president didn't let him do it because the president just kept cutting him off and then and then when the president cuts him off three or four times then chris wallace gets frustrated with everything and tries to move on and now biden and now biden never had to answer the question but the back to the format what this made me th- this is what i hated this is what i really hated about the format of the debate is that wallace had it in his mind that it was going to be a question and then each candidate was going to get 2 minutes To answer the question, and then we're going to move on. But
0: and then no, and then discussion. No, then they were going to have a a debate for the uh, for the extra two minutes because each segment was supposed to be six minutes long.
1: But but what but what ended up happening was he would ask almost every time the the question would go to the president, and it would be and it would be a typical debate question, which is, you know, here's the issue. You've said this. But you've acted this, you know, you know, it's always those kind of questions, which I'm fine with as long as you're giving it to both candidates. So the president then has to answer the question and defend against whatever was, you know, whatever sort of uh, uh, was baked in the question there.
0: Yeah. And then
1: and then the then Biden would get a chance to answer the question. He would spend his two minutes making allegations at the president and then yep. Wallace would say, Okay, it's time to move on. And Trump would right, say, well, that's true. why don't I get a chance to answer all those allegations? And then Wallace would say, You had your two minutes. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I had my two minutes before he said all before he made all those accusations about me. Don't I get to respond? Nope. We're moving on. Like you that's not you can't do that. That's not how a debate no. works. You should be allowed on both sides to answer okay. the the, so, whatever allegations made against you by okay, your, opponent. I'm
0: just throwing out fishing and hog hunting. Okay, back to the debate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to qualify the outdoors. Uh, Eight forty-seven. Um, so here, the here's, here's, here's the
1: We're all right.
0: Here's the problem. Here's the problem. The problem is, is that Chris Wallace could not control the situation at all. Plus, it seemed like he was he was pandering to Joe Biden. He was. And a month ago or so, I started to see the difference on Fox News. Now, I watch all of them. I watch CNN. I watch MSNBC. I watch Fox. I bounce around to all of them. Drives my wife nuts. But I do it because I want to see if I can get a balance, right? Mm-hmm. And about a month ago, Tony, I started to see and feel that Fox News was kind of moving to the middle and maybe even a little bit left, more than I've ever seen before. And it came out, and you, I, I know because you're on top of all this news that comes out, the Newt Gingrich froze spot. Did you see this last week? Uh, He was being interviewed by Harris Faulkner in the midday, and Newt Gingrich is on there. And as soon as Newt Gingrich mentioned uh, uh, George Soros, that's when Harris Faulkner's eyes just got big as saucers. And the other gal that was in the interview, she was like, somebody you could tell was screaming in their ear from the the production studio saying, do not talk about him. So some way, somehow, I believe Soros has gotten a hold of the head of uh, Fox News and is shaking them down, my opinion Hmm. only. But Mm -hmm. Newt Gingrich was like, oh, okay, I guess we're not talking about it. They're like, yeah, we better move on.
1: One of the things that that I appreciate about Fox News is that they have always had a conservative bend. Anybody that says that they don't is lying because they do. But one of the things that I've always appreciated about Fox is that they may have a conservative bend, and and when they have a panel— There may be it could be, um, you know, a a three person panel and two of them are conservatives. But the other one is always going to be a liberal and you can always get the liberal side of things on Fox News. The other networks, you don't get you, you don't get the conservative representation. So pretty rare. Yeah. You get at least that is something presented on Fox News. The fact that we even have to talk about. Net, like you just said I I bounce around networks cuz I want to get a balance of information you shouldn't trying to, yeah. you shouldn't have to bounce around news networks to get the news you know in an unbiased uh, In an unbiased uh, report. It's just. I usually like to get my heart rate
0: up uh, by watching CNN and MSNBC late at night just before I try to go to sleep Um, because they really do not report news. They only report opinions of, you know, Cuomo or Maddow or whatever. I just, it just wears me out. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just give
1: me the news. Just give me the news, man. Exactly. And here, you want to tie it back into the great outdoors, Bo? Yes, let's go fishing. Exactly why. We need, we need hunting and camping and fishing and hiking, hiking. and all of those things in our lives. And drinking, all of those uh, things. bonfires. You can, yeah, you can do you can do drinking while you're doing all the things I just listed. <laughs> um, and we need all that in our lives now, in my opinion, more than ever. And we need to, to and we need to introduce people. To uh, that that lifestyle and and what is available to them, I mean here in the state of Missouri, we have we have awesome parks, we have there's, unbelievable, we have some amazing lakes and and campgrounds that people can go to and uh, take advantage of, and it's it's good for the soul. It's so good for the soul to get outside and and just get away from all of that craziness. See I told you I would type.
0: You almost need, you only, and it's beautiful because you almost need to like go, go to the uh the the parks department uh the uh, what is it Missouri conservation uh-huh. uh Missouri Department of Conservation I guess NBC. they have it. Uh, yeah, St. Louis County parks, whatever. I just learned of the other day of a park that is about two miles from me that I had no idea. And they have all these things. So really just do your Google search and find a park that you've never been to and go discover it. And, oh and it'll, it'll make you feel so wonderful um, just to get out and get that fresh air, you know?
1: Amen. Nothing They're there's all over nothing the place. nothing better uh for your uh for your soul than to get outside and just get away from all that for uh, as long as you can. If you can go go out and go on vacation and take a few days off, great, Amen. but even if you can just take in a couple hours some afternoon to get away, it's it's yep. just as good for you. All right, well, that's going to wrap up the uh, podcast exclusive. That's probably the least great outdoors uh, podcast exclusive we've ever done, but uh, (laughs) that's what what it's for. It's it's to have these conversations uh, that we can't do uh, with the radio show, and uh, we certainly appreciate everybody who uh, downloaded this podcast and continues to support Second Amendment Radio each and every week. Uh, Any last words, Bo, before we wrap this up?
0: You know what? Have a great weekend and uh and, and just be safe. It's you just it. a, it's a crazy
1: world. All right, good stuff. That is Bo Matthews, my producer Chad Ellis here as well. I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of the podcast exclusive of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Get more at ninety-seven talk.com.